This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tiki, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. We're doing it. Yeah, we're back. Here we are. Here we if are. my uh, voice is muffled, I'm, I'm wearing a mask. I had a cough. And you never can be too careful these days, so. We appreciate it. We, we do appreciate it. Well, yeah, I figure if we're going to be in the same room, we should take some. We should wear protection. The, the, the limited, some limited precautions as we're moving forward. That's so, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this week, I like <clears throat> the uh, topic, and I feel like um, we were talking about it before. I feel like it's a kind of natural progression from the last couple weeks um, building to this episode. Um and I think, you know, Chris, I'll let you just kind of lead us into it because, you, you know, I think you have it a little more um, worked out in your head than okay. we do. But um, uh, Yeah, so so basically uh, I started writing uh, uh, this third section to the book I've been working on. And the basic, the third section is is organization of Aikido. And, and I'm going through how I organize Aikido. And I think it's very useful. But it didn't occur to me until really recently that the way I need to present it is exactly like you would present it for a new person. So a problem I've had with all martial arts for a while, and particularly Aikido, is that everything starts in the middle. Meaning... Seriously. There's like, we just make a bunch of assumptions that we all know what's going on and then... And then we just hop in and start training. And then as you start training, you're like, oh, I made this wrong assumption that I should have known a long time ago. And so so I was realizing that it needs to be organized in a way that it clearly goes from beginner down. And with that organization. Or beginner up, depending on. Yeah, yeah. yeah how you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, beginners. Right, right. Um, so everyone everyone starts on equal footing. Right, exactly right. And And what you need to do is you need to be able to explain it that way. And as you go through each level of knowledge, the the new level of knowledge should still perfectly make sense. Uh, the, the the old level of knowledge should still perfectly make sense from the new level of knowledge. Right. And the only difference they being stack. that right, exactly yeah. right, they stack. And so that way you're clear about what it is you're doing. And the first level of knowledge has to be presented in a way that anyone without prior knowledge can understand. Mm-hmm. And I think a big problem with Aikido is, first of all, we just kind of make the assumption, like, you know, when people ask, I mean, this is, this really, I think it's one of the biggest problems for all Aikido schools, when someone asks, what's different about Aikido than X martial art, right? And people have a really hard time explaining what that is. And so... That's if they even get there, because I think a lot of times it's not even, you, you're, you're putting that question in a really kind of nice way that I think most people don't. I think most people just go like, what it, what is Aikido? Right, right. Now, what they're really asking is the question that you ask, right. but they don't say it that right, way. Right, right. And so that creates its own set right, of problems. Right, right. And that leads to the, the next thing, which is uh, I really believe a lot of Aikido te- teachers answer that by explaining what the word Aiki means mm-hmm. or making an attempt to explain that. And the problem with that is it's a very, very complex subject what the name of the martial art is. And and I think, of course, every teacher should be able to explain why that has relates to what they're teaching. But I don't think that's the best first way to get people because, A, it's not even English. And so if you're, you know, non-Japanese, you have a hard time explaining what those kanji mean. And honestly, even if you're Japanese, you do because it's old world talk. Like right. it, it doesn't make as much sense. It's not modern. And so... By trying to start with that, you're only really able to explain things to people who previously have knowledge of what that name means. Right. Or or those concepts somewhere. Right. And so you can only give someone the most cursory example of what it is when you explain it to them because it took me years of like reading different translations and different ideas and and from different teachers before I think that I understood what Aiki was for myself, you know. So it takes a long time to get that. So we can't start there. Yeah, um, I was going to say, have you guys seen that YouTube series where it's like um, uh, these different subjects, uh, they explain them to different levels of understanding? Oh, yeah, they have like a uh, a little kid, a high school student, a college student, and a post-grad student, and uh-huh. they, yeah. And so it'll be like... Um, I have not seen uh, it. It's good. Yeah, it's cool. It'll be like, um, one was like a sleep scientist, and so they'll be like, the science of sleep, uh, explaining to like an elementary school kid, a high school kid, etc., um, 
And it's really interesting because this, I mean, you know, because these are like, they, they pick leaders in the field, like very good scientists. And so it's like, they're maybe really used to speaking to people on their yeah, level. Peers. Peers, yeah. yeah. Um, which when you speak to, to a peer, there's a lot that you can left, leave unsaid because you're assuming you have the same basis of knowledge. Right, because you both studied the same right. thing over a period right. of time. Right, um, but was, what was awesome is, you know, with each step they would ask, um, so what do you know about sleep? You know, so what do you know about? And it was very, they did a good job. I mean, most of the ones that I've seen of actually explaining to the level of yes. the person that they're talking to. So for the elementary school kid, it was very much like the conversation never got to um, the intricacies. It wasn't like of the brain. <laughs> right. 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 No, no, no. The conversation about sleep for the little kid was like, um, you know, sometimes you have to go to sleep and do animals sleep. And, they, you know, that was the right. level that they were talking right. on. Um, and. And, you know, as they you, you you went up in level with them, the conversations got more complex. And But every time they still started with, you know, with the high school student, with the college student, what do you know about sleep? Or right, tell me about right. this concept. And that sets an me. immediate foundation of, like, how high I can talk. And yes. it's great, you know, when they start getting into, like, college students because college students – could come in lots of different varieties all the way from, you know, I've already been studying this before I even went to college to, you know, I, I just learned about this in college. And so by asking that question, you know, what do you already know about it? You, you set off uh, on a good foot, you know. Um, and, and, you know, so I, the way I'm organizing this right now, I don't do that. But what I try to do is make the language as plain as possible. So that way anyone should be able to read it um, and understand what it is and what it is not. And what I was going to say about that is I think a lot of the times, just to speak to the point of like what most martial arts instructors do is assume that the people who come in looking <clears throat> for martial arts are on a level of high school, say, with martial arts understanding or college, whatever, you know, right. just putting a random label on right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're assuming that someone already has some level of knowledge because you're a person in the world who's an adult, so you must have some basic understanding of martial arts. But the thing is, is like, you can't assume that. Right. Most people don't. Right. So, like, you kind of have to start from you know, step one well, with and, people. Right. And that, I, and I think, you know, a little to Chris's point, you know, I think some of that would be a little more okay if it wasn't that the, the Aikido is not a, a normal sort of martial art that just deals with, with the norm, you know, right. kicking and punching. Like it, 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 there's this whole other thing in it, the Aiki part. Like he said, it's, really difficult to break down even for people who have been studying in it doing it for however long so to be able to have something to be able to explain that to someone um you know who maybe doesn't have any concept of japanese culture um who doesn't have any concept of these terms from other martial arts right um i mean that seems like maybe it would be almost impossible so of course people are going to be confused as they or or on a, a an uneven ground when they when they begin as to right. like what it is that they're doing right right you right. know and and you know the problem i hit constantly with my youtube videos you know so it's funny when i put out a youtube video the first people who always see it and comment and and generally like are the people in the community who are already on board with what i've been saying they've already seen previous material read something from me talked to me whatever they're already fans yeah and so <laughs> so when i present stuff i get a lot of like the first things i always get is like oh awesome good video i'm glad you explained right. this talked about this thing that thing which is great okay then i get the middling people and these are people who they might know a lot about martial arts but they don't know as much about aikido or they they've done some aikido but they don't know about much about other martial arts and so those people usually ask a little tougher questions to get at and, and kind of crack into it a little more as to what it is and, and i need to explain to those people you know i didn't do a good enough job in the video so i explain like oh this and this i must have left this out or i didn't make it clear enough and then we get to kind of where we're at now which is like a lot of those videos it's just you know people who uh, they watched a one kung fu movie and now they know right. about they, martial they arts have you no, know they know right, all about right, them right. they have and, no real clue about right even and, even what they're watching or, or how to formulate questions that would make sense right. for the video. Right. And I'm trying to meet their question 
where they're asking their question. And they are asking a question so high above their ability to understand the answer that I can't actually answer their question, you right, know? Right. And so, so it's like there needs to be a way that you can say, look at this first set of criteria. Does this answer or not answer your questions that you have? And and that first set of criteria should be so broad and general that anyone who cared to really look at it should be able to look at it and go, oh, okay, this I, is, I see. Right, right. Right. Like uh, almost like uh, almost like a mission statement. Yes. Uh, but a little more flushed out, I would Right, say. yes, yeah, yes, so. yeah. Yeah, and so for that, you know, uh, I'm using the six tenets um, that I've put everywhere. Um, and they're, they're – I don't know if I need to go over them all, but basically, you know, that I think Aikido is a, a practice that should be available to everyone and everyone should be able to pract- practice in a joyous manner, right? And I think that one's really important because it's telling you that kids should be able to practice it, old people should be able to practice it, people with handicaps and disabilities should be able to practice it, um, people should be able to practice it at any time in life, and it should and, be... And that's who you're going to see at the dojo, that's you know, exactly so that right. gives you an instant click in your mind that like... Uh, it's not just going to be elite athletes. Uh, yeah, that's exactly 20 right. Twenty something dudes and, uh, kicking it up around here. And honestly, you know, so that I, I, I honestly think that probably doesn't hit most people in the head hard enough. But I mean, what Josh just got at is like that means that you have to be able to have seventy-year-old grandmas in there, right next to twenty-year-old uh, macho dudes, right? And so they both have to have a practice that's enjoyable. To both of them, right? So no suffering grandmas and no bored uh, 20-year-olds, you know? like uh, I'm just picturing a scale of how hardcore are you on a, on a scale, scale from, from old <laughs> grandma to hardcore young. something to grandma. <laughs> right, exactly. But I, I really think, and I honestly personally do believe that Aikido can provide that, that that should be available to everyone. And that's, that's important because if you're like, well, bro, I want to do MMA. Okay, can you do MMA? Because I see a lot of people tell me they're into MMA, and I look at them and I'm like, you haven't done much of it. Like, you, you sir. Into MMA you, you can take mean a, class. a lot of yeah. things. You take a class, yeah. I'm sure. Buy a but. couple more T-shirts and, you know, stick some more stickers on your car. But, but like, you're not doing MMA, and that's because it's hardcore. And it's exactly why, you know, boxing doesn't, it doesn't have a whole lot of favor because it's hard to box. You've got to be in killer shape to box. Mm-hmm. And, you know, boxing got popular recently, but it's in these, like, sport forms where you, like, you kind of pretend yeah, to box, yeah. you know. And yeah. the actual boxers. Or you could take boxing classes. Yeah, exactly right. Where you right. punch yeah. a bag for yeah. an hour or And whatever. there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not talking shit about that. But but that's not boxing. Like, if you say, you know, and I've had this many people tell me, oh, I did some boxing. And I'm like, oh, what'd you do? Well, I did these uh, hour classes, you know, two times a week. And I'm all, oh, you didn't fucking box. Like, that's not boxing, you know? Um, So so the first tenet, you know, is just basically the idea that it's for everyone. And so somehow we got to make this martial art for everyone. And so then that, to me, honestly, that one says a whole lot because it eliminates all this, like, bravado-y tough guy stuff because a lot of people can't be tough guys. I mean, it's just not possible, you know? Uh, the second one, you know, is, is Aikido is not about fighting. It's a martial art that's designed to come to the most amicable relationship, uh, uh, sorry, the most um, uh, positive result for everyone involved, right? And so that's basically talking about the, you know, trying not to hurt someone else, trying, you know, and all that stuff's like, look, a bad thing's physically happening, and we're going to try to make the result good for everybody, right? Right. Then you quickly see, well, well, we're not talking about, like, tactical ninja assassin stuff, right? Because ninjas just cut people's heads off and shit, right? Like, right. They, they're not trying to make amicable endings, you know? Um, but anyway, so there's six of these. You can look them up. I, I, don't, I don't, it just eats up time to go through them all right now. But basically, these six are so outlined in, in such simple language that anyone sh- who cares should be able to look at them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think and that's... E- and understand them immediately. Right. And get all of the knowledge that they need to pro... Uh, progress to that next level if that's something they choose. That's exactly right. And then, and then, all of those things are are, are also informing the stuff that you're putting into level two, three, four, five, six. Right. So that if if at any point you're looking at your what you're teaching, what you're explaining, and uh, you can plug it back into the level below and say. Hey, yes. is this still in line with our six yes. tenets? Oh, it might not be. Exactly. And I know that we've actually gone through a period of this where a lot of the things that we have done in the past, um, we don't necessarily do the same way for that exact reason, exactly right? Because right. now we have a school maybe that um, 
you know, we have to make uh, allowances for people exactly that we right. didn't before. Um, we have a school that maybe, you know, uh, we have we had to pull out some of the more fighting aspects right. and put it in a in a different class that that we kind of keep a little separated because it's not Aikido. Right. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and I, I don't believe there's any reason why people who do Aikido can't do other martial arts. You know, like, it's not like Aikido brands your soul and then you have to be a, a sweet monk on a, on a mountain or something. Um, <laughs> you, you joke about that, but I do think that there, I mean, I encountered one on the internet today who uh, I'm, like, thinks that they're a fucking <clears throat> Jedi On the or internet? On the internet? <laughs> never. <laughs> well, I never. I know. I should know by now. If he's on a mountain somewhere as a monk, you would yeah. think the well, reception would it's be cloud. Josh, oh, it's in the cloud. Oh, well, then he's perfect. <laughs> he's in the cloud. He's already there. Right. Um, but like, I I think this is really important, and, and you know, so like, I have a. I assumed it to, was a man. I'm sorry. I you assumed genderist. right. <laughs> Fucking genderist. No, um, I mean, in this case, right. I was right. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, he clearly was a monk, this male monk, this fictitious character we talked about. Anyway. Um, but, you know, so, like, I really think that's, you know, if you want to talk about, like, oh, what would help Aikido, that's it. And whether you realize it or not, other martial arts have this kind of equivalent set of tenets. Like, they're not written down, I don't think. Maybe maybe someone has, and that'd be cool. But, you know, when you study boxing, no one makes the mistake of going into a boxing school and learn, thinking they're going to wrestle. No one right, does right, that. Right, right, because right. it's obvious that what boxing's for is stand-up striking stuff. Right. Yes. Um, and so like the, the problem with Aikido is it's a little more ambiguous and not as intuitive as to what we're doing. Right. And so you do need to lay those things right. out. For and people. this is these kinds of tenets or um, axioms um, are usually a given in most sphere, spheres of the world. Um, but like you said, in Aikido, where they were, in, if they're implicit, say, in boxing, then we have to make them explicit in Aikido because clearly it wasn't working for people to assume that they, we were all on the same page about what Aikido is about. Well, and and I mean, and that's because going back to the very core of it, that, that, that Aiki thing is not, that's the thing that that we should be focusing on. Right. And we do that through a bunch of other stuff. Right. So we do that through some kind of wrestling techniques and some, so I think that's where people get confused is because they see, these things that might look like right. other martial arts um, and they don't understand that like, no, 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 the thing that you're seeing isn't the key. The thing that you're not seeing is what we are actually working on. The thing right. that can't be seen, that has to be felt, that has to be, that's like, you know, this energetic thing. And that's really hard. It's hard to look at. It's hard to see if you don't know what it is. Um and it's hard to, you can feel it if, again, I think you kind of have to have it pointed out to you sometimes. Um, and it's definitely hard to explain. Right, right. I honestly think you need to have some time training before you can even begin to approach answering what the, the word key means, right. you know. And so to tell someone, you know, it's like harmoni- harmonizing energy. It's the harmonizing right. energy art. And it's like that tells no one anything, right. you know. Well, and right. I mean, you also get the problem uh, in like, okay, so it's harmonizing energy. Well, like I can do that in boxing, you know, like people who, sure. you know, counterpunch. That's sure. harmonizing energy. Sure, absolutely. Like, is. and so I think then, or you know, in judo and Brazil, it's, yeah. it's the same idea. Like they have the that 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 principle exists because it's a like an elemental thing, so it exists across all martial art. We're choosing to make it the focus, though. Right, right, right. And I think you have to be able to explain that. Um, but like, but like you're saying, it can't. That can't sit at the the bottom, the base of your knowledge that's right that's you know, exactly it, right it has it's too to be amb- ambiguous yeah. to do that yes and hearing you say it right now like oh harmonizing energy people aren't gonna exactly be able to grasp what the fuck that means yeah. like that is why we have the six tenets is when you come to and you go what is this aikido thing and someone says here read this list of six tenets that that's what we're going to be trying to achieve then right. anytime you go i'm having a hard time grasping my sensei is trying to tell me what aiki is and i don't get it it's like okay well i do understand that i'm here to learn about japanese culture and right. um you know learn an art that has to do with weapons and multiple attackers you know right. or whatever it is exactly you know right exactly right um and what's so beautiful yeah. about setting up the system this way i think 
is that everything that you learn after that should feeds down yes right so yes. everything feeds down so everything every everything that you learn you should instantly be able to say like oh yeah that's this tenant or right that falls right. under number and five then it also moves up right so everything you learn in the beginning informs the second level right that informs the third level and so there you begin you will eat more easily be able to see the through lines that take you to the final level where you can finally start actually understanding what Ike is. Right, 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 right. You know, but um, you have to, it has to be set up like that. Because, you know, and I think we've talked about it before where it's like, you go to a school now and, you know, for the most part, you you have seminars with a bunch of black belts and they're doing the Kiyawaza, you know. Right. Um yeah. Yeah. Right. The the and, the, and, the and, white belts are doing ikkyo, and then also at a black belt seminar, you're doing still doing ikkyo. Right. And then and then you have situations where it's like um, they're doing like whatever advanced techniques, but it's like no, there there are no advanced there there are techniques. There's no, right. none that are any right. more advanced right. than than others. You know. And so. I think I think the problem a lot of people listening to this might kind of hit in their head is like. Yeah, but you're doing it at a higher level. And that's true. You you would be doing it at a higher level, you know, comparing a, you know, fifth Q to a Shodan. They're, they're going to be doing the, the EQ at different levels. But the the thing you should understand is that's not the hard part. The EQ, once you've learned EQ, should naturally come along with you and get better as you right. get better. It, the EQ is just a tool, but you're refining your ability to apply right. I-key, right? And and in, in the beginner level, you can't even understand what the concept of I-key is. Right. You know, it, it takes a while to get that concept. And so you need to have these things, the tools, EQ, other things. And, you know, the way that we look at it, EQ actually is way farther up the, the chain than others. In sure, other, it's a, it's a more detailed thing. It's a more um, nuanced, detailed you thing. You know, we're starting people with just, you know... Using their bodies. How do I move out of the way? But um, but you have to have those things to be able to 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 look at the other stuff. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. And then, so that takes me to uh, what I think the second level of knowledge is. So, you know, the first is these tenets, which basically explain the, the, the possibilities and limitations of the system. And, you know, with these tenets, like, you know, so one of them is um, Aikido always accounts for multiple attackers. And when you look at that, you go, oh, so Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu could never be better than Aikido, at Aikido stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And of course it's better at its its tenets, you know, like ground grappling and dominating. Right, it's right, way better right. than Aikido at that. But And vice versa. Exactly right. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu doesn't train you for multiple attackers, and because it doesn't, it's not Aikido. And so you can quickly get rid of questions like that, right? So all beginners' questions should be answered by... Um, the the initial six tenets, and also those six tenets should be a barometer to the regular practitioner or uh, instructor who um, they should question what they're doing and say, does that represent the six tenets or not? You know, yeah. and this is just from my approach to Aikido. Okay, now just a quick detractor, one more thing on that. Um, this is exactly how, and I know people really hate it if you're a teacher in the school system. This is how teachers in the school system now teach. They have. Um, what are they, what the fuck are they called? But they're basically tenants of, you know, under the history subheading, we want them to learn these important right, uh, these key. standards, standards. Right. Um, and, and then everything is going back to that specific standard. So, you know, analyze how the Civil War started is one of the standards. Be able to understand that. And so right. then everything, you know, when they're studying the Civil War, they go back to, are we learning how to do that? Right, thing? right. And, and. I think that that's frustrating to teachers because it feels like it's hemming them in. But if it's used correctly, it's you always know it liberates what, you. Right, what you're lear- learning is going right. toward. Right, you know, it totally liberates you because then yeah. you can instantly answer all the questions. And when a student's doing something weird, you can point to a tenant and go, "Hey, that's not the practice. That's not right. what we're doing." You know? Exactly. Sorry. Um, so no, no, it's great. Um, so I think the second level of knowledge is explaining. What Aiki is and what Aikido is. And 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 that's a really complicated mm. question because what we have to understand is we have to get a knowledge of what Aiki is uh, as that teacher's teaching it. Um, and it's so complicated, I can't even tell you what it is right now. Like, just because there are lots of other teachers who would disagree right, with right. the things I say. But every individual teacher should be able to explain what their understanding of Aiki is and give their students to that. But previous, but, but before getting it, like getting it, like having it, knowing a, a definition for yourself, 
you should understand that Aikido, the Do, is a way to learn what Aiki is. And so when you're practicing Aikido, a big part of what you're doing is learning what Aiki is. Like, mm-hmm. it's the way to get to Aiki. It is the right. path. It is the path. As they say. It's right, the, that leads the, us to Aiki. the trunk of the tree, That's so exactly right. And and that, that though, is... In secondary to our six tenets, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so what I'm saying is, you know, that knowledge of what Ike is doesn't supersede our six tenets. Mm-hmm. And the reason why this is because those six tenets keep us in line with what we're doing. And, and I'll give an example. So let's say we're doing boxing, right? There's there's different styles of boxing. So, you know, say you could have a, a peekaboo style of boxing or you could have a Philly shell style of boxing. Okay, now these things don't mean anything uh, to anyone who doesn't box, right? But to a boxer, understanding the difference between these kinds of things is important, right? Like, what style of boxing, which set of tactics and strategies do you use in, in which you do it? So it's all boxing, but there's different styles of boxing, right? And those different styles have, hey, we, we use these eight punches in this way and we cover this way and we protect this way. And so the tenants keep us on track as to what it is we're doing. And then understand that that what we're doing is a part of this greater thing that's Aikido, right? And, and that drops down. And so understand that the second level of knowledge is it is a way to learn about what Aiki is. Mm-hmm. Interesting, yeah. And uh, so, man, that does seem, it, it seems sort of a little bit counterintuitive then, you know, if we're saying like this thing is all about Aiki, uh, you know, and but Aiki is like this thing that we talk about later. Right. Well, you know, right, right, right. Like that, that doesn't that seem a little counterintuitive? It, it, it is. Yeah. And, and I think and, that's what gets people. It, but I think it's nice because when you realize that Aikido is a martial arts system, it's a systematic approach. And when we say the words Aikido, what we're trying to do with that is achieve those six tenets yeah. through Aiki. Mm-hmm. So understand mm-hmm. that no matter what else you think Aiki is, it should still answer those six tenets. Right. Hmm. So it always feeds back into it, right? Um, And so what this does is it clarifies a lot of problems for people because a lot of times you'll see on message boards – People go like, like, uh, well, if it if it's if it's got Aiki, then it's Aikido, and that's incorrect right. because it is not the system of Aikido, and the system of Aikido, at least as I teach it, follows these six tenets, right? And, and you know, suss it out for yourself, however you uh, want, yeah, you whatever, know? yeah. But what I'm saying is, it's like like someone goes, oh, boxing. Well, if that guy's got uh, Aikido, then he's a boxing Aikido guy. It's like, no, he's not because he's not following the six initial tenets. Right. So has he learned what Aiki is? Yes, but he took another path. He right. didn't take this path to study. And so when you see that the word Aikido represents it being a systematic approach, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you understand, oh, there's a system that we use to actually learn what Aiki is. And then when you start to get the faintest idea of what Aiki means, then you can say, oh, Aiki would be good for a joyous practice for everyone because of the way it works. And Aiki would be good for not getting in fights because of the way it works and multiple attackers and all these things, right? And you can see how it feeds back into those six tenets. Now, that doesn't mean that you're a master of Aiki at level uh, knowledge level yeah, too, yeah, yeah. but you can start yeah. to inquire as to what the word Aiki means. And more importantly, you understand that Aikido is a systematic approach to, to achieve those six right, tenets. Right. So then everything else that follows, you know, knowledge level three, four, five, whatever, yes. that, that we start getting into the nitty gritty, that is Aikido. That's yes, all you've the got stuff it. You've got it. That, that makes up the, that, that the, web. That's the right. system. That's right. right. It, it is the right. system. Right. right. Exactly. Then, right. then we're. It's so interesting because what what you're talking about, I feel like, is. I mean, we haven't even touched on anything that is in the system. No. You know, we haven't even touched on any of the Kiyawaza, any like anything, and yet we've talked about so much. Right. And I think this is the problem. It's like. The, this is the thing that doesn't get, get it, that it hasn't been outlined, like you're saying, and doesn't get talked about. Yeah, right. and so people skip, just jump jump right in yes. and start doing the techniques, and then, you know, and then they're wanting to know why this technique, you know, doesn't work for this particular thing they're they're doing. But it's like if they had taken the time in the in the beginning 
laying out all of this stuff, they would instantly know. You That's would instantly right. be able to go like, oh, yeah, of course this EKO is not going to work here because it's not designed to work right. here. Right. That's right. You know, um, my double leg takedown isn't going to work here because th- it's not designed for, for this. That's right. It's kind of like at most Aikido schools. So, like, let's say the Aik- the system of I- everything about Aikido is a, a story, a long story, mm. you know, great expectations or something, <laughs> um, you know? Uh-huh. And then... Um, is that a long story? I don't Yes. Yeah. Um, it's a big book. You're so illiterate, Josh. <laughs> I know. You're... That's one I haven't read. Sorry. <laughs> I read Infinite Jest. Let's use that as a... There, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Infinite Jest. Um, that's my... I, have, that's I, have, my hip, I haven't hipster, read Infinite That's my hipster... Uh, I, I got like 100 pages My hipster in. credit coming through yeah. there. Sorry. That's passe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. So anyway, like most schools, kind of the tactic to the story of Aikido is just to, oh, today we're reading chapter 16. Jump in and read yeah, chapter right. 16 yes, with us. that's right. You know? That is right. And then um, you miss a class, and then now we're reading chapter 19. Right. You know? Right. Or we're or back chapter, chapter four. 1. Right, right exactly. Right, 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 we're just right. kind of jumping around. Um, and, and we spend a lot of time on chapter 5 right. for some reason. And, and we expect you to um, to infer how the, the chapters go together right. and what order they're in, because we don't even tell you what chapter we're on. We're just telling you, so, oh, this is vaguely what's happening right here. And This you know? is what I was going to say. I feel like a lot of what we're talking about it isn't necessarily that the information doesn't, but it's just like it, it isn't spelled out. It's everything about Aikido is sort of like to be inferred. Right. You know, right. and I think that I feel like that is it, for some people, that's like a that's like something that they like about it, that that it's like, yeah, I have to do this thing for 40 years before yeah. I figure out what it is. And right. that's cool. Uh, and that is a, a path. But there, there definitely is a quicker one that yeah. will get you. Yeah what you need and, and it doesn't destroy that 40-year path either like it right. you know like you could well, still correct, do this right, and, right, and right, you know if right. you if you really are into like understanding every detail of how you raise your pinky toe you can still take <laughs> 40 years to do that we're and not no, saying you can't delve into chapter 16 and you know read one paragraph and go what is the symbolism in this paragraph right. we're not saying you can't do that but what we want to do is give you a summary first right. and go right. we're reading this book today here's generally what happens we're going to dive into this part um let me help you if you're lost right. well and i and, think and that's why people give you some context i think that's why people think also that like because everything's to be inferred um that's why people think that aikido is way more mysterious than it is right because it's really not like i mean if you spell it out if you spell if you spell it out easily enough, people would easily would see like, oh well, this is of course it's it, it's almost obvious um, how how simple it is in a lot of ways. But I think because we're we're being forced to infer how everything kind of fits together and piece it together in our own minds, that we jump to some conclusion about like how well it must be this crazy thing that only super enlightened people, you know, can ever understand. Right. Um, by taking a bunch of time and really pondering it as they're doing the practice, you know, which is one way to go about it. It's not good for the art, though. And, it, and when we're asking questions like, why is Aikido dying? Blah, 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 all this shit that's going around right now. It's like, well, this is the answer. The answer is to sit down and systematically be able to explain it from general terms all the way down to specific terms. And we've talked about this in the past, but I know that's like kind of a bummer when it comes to like, enjoying the mysteriosity of it i don't know if that's a word yeah but like there's a lot of people who like to um immerse themselves in the um boundlessness of aikido and 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 so sitting down and spelling it out isn't like the most fun sounding thing for those kind of people and here's the deal with that if you want to do that then you're not on the internet arguing about what aikido is you're you're off on a cloud enjoying your mystery Um, and you're in the cloud right and you're also not a teacher of it because as a teacher of it your job is to be able to give people the system as they need it right and so like you can't do that if you just want to be mystery man right and i think that that's the thing of it is like if you're if all you really care about is your practice and you just are doing aikido for your own reasons then like you you owe no one that's exactly anything. right. That's you don't know. Right. You don't owe anyone anything because you're just doing your thing, and like you don't have to explain Aikido. And hopefully, you're the kind of person that is just enjoying your life and not worrying about justifying what you do to anyone else. But if you are a teacher, it's your job to do more than that. Now, right, you know, right. it is your job to be able to explain it to someone else. And if you're the kind of person also that just likes to know about stuff and 
you know, be able to explain it whether you're a teacher or not, then you should be able to. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, so following this progression down, um, after you start to understand what Aikido is, like meaning it's a systematic approach, and you start to get the hints of what Aiki might be and how Aiki would feed those six tenets really nicely, then I think you need to, to understand that there are three major areas of training and one way to train in those three areas of training or one other area in order to train those. And so you have Aiki, Tai Sabaki, and Kumiuchi. Uh, and you need to know what those are for. So you need to know that Aiki is the main idea of what we're trying to get at and the parts that come with that. And then that Tai Sabaki is the way you use your body in, in order to enact your Aiki. And that Kumiuchi is what you do if you can't do Aiki. Um, and understand at this point why Kumiuchi doesn't supersede the initial six tenets and also why it doesn't supersede the Aikido, right? And so Kumiuchi, if you, uh, you, you don't know, is is uh, struggle stuff, <laughs> right? right? So it, it's struggling, it's fighting and, and resisting. And a lot of times people want to start with Kumiuchi. And so like Maya was saying, you know, you start day one of right. Aikido and you start in with Kumiuchi, which is like twisting people and throwing people and stuff like that. And it's like, if you start there, you're never going to understand what the actual goal of right, Aikido is right. because it's many steps away from where you are. Right. right. And I think that what you're talking about right there is a big, is a big uh, problem. Is um, So there's this category called Kumi Uchi. Uh, it's one of three. It's the one where we spend all of our time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not even the most important one necessarily, right? Um, in fact, I would argue it's not. Uh, and so, but that, again, it's where we spend all of our time. And I think most people wouldn't even necessarily understand uh, how it is separate from the other things that we would, you know, like how something like Ikkyo or any of the Kiyowaza is um, how it relates to our ultimate goal. Like, right. I think most people yes. think that it is the goal. Yes. Like, that, to do Aiki, that, that, yeah, Aikido that, is to do that Ikkyo. That Kumiuchi is right. the goal. And it's also why people right. see someone Kodagaishing someone and say, oh, they're doing Aikido. Right. They're, they're right. not doing Aikido. They're doing a piece that does exist in Aikido's Kumiuchi, but right. it's, that's not Aikido. Yeah. I was complaining to Chris the other day that, like, it bothers me that, like, people do that thing where they see someone doing Kodagaish and they go, oh, there's Aikido. It's like, ugh. Like, I don't think that a technique, any technique of Aikido is uh, Aikido by its nature. Right. You know, like that if you see someone doing a technique, then therefore they're doing Aikido. Well, and especially I, because it's like, A, you'll, you, you will see that technique anytime that the context for it comes up. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. right. So like someone could have learned Kodagaish from another system and it, they call it a different thing, you know, course. like I mean it, because it, it, it fits is. for that You'll thing. see it in in other uh armed grappling arts and things. You see Koda what essentially is Kodagaish. I mean And then there's another camp of people so, that 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 uh that see Aikido as a print like a kind of principle, you know? And so as long as you're applying the principle of Aikido of you know peace and love or whatever you think Aikido whatever is, whatever you think Aikido is, yeah. like then you go, oh my goodness, my father he's doing Aikido because he uh, didn't hit my mom and they <laughs> right. they solved their conflict, <laughs> right. you know. Right. And I also don't think that's Aikido. Right. And it, both of those, even though they're kind of opposites, bother me. And so to me, I don't know what I see Aikido as is the marriage of the principles and the techniques and everything that, that is in between those two. And so when someone's doing Aikido, they're in the context using the the general techniques that are within the system. Right. They're using the, the systematic approach. And that I, right, 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 right. And so <clears throat> all of that to say, I think that your way of describing it is setting up that explanation right. right that this is what aikido is right. is it's the tenets it's the it's the aiki it's now the all of the techniques that fall under within the system right that's what aikido is not any one of those pieces right. pulled that's out exactly right yeah and and the understanding that as you get into the minutia those things don't supersede the initial things. The, the first knowledge you learned is the most important knowledge. Right. And so, for example, when you get into Kumiuchi and you're talking about twisting people and stuff, you realize that you would only twist someone to get back to the six initial tenets. Right. You're only doing that because you got stuck in a way, and so you got to get out of that so you can start to do the Aikido again because that's the systematic approach represents, right? Yes. 
I think it's interesting too because I also think that by laying it out this way and and looking at all of the all of the like pulling out the parts and kind of laying them out in a where they fall within the 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 system really allows someone if they were so inclined to get way more detailed than than it otherwise could because you know exactly where this piece of information falls and how it relates back to everything else so you can spend a lot of time studying a particular technique um with a clear understanding about how it actually is supposed to function and what its goal is um and that allows you to to really uh explore it completely and fully instead of being really just like bogged down right in yes. this really tiny part of what you you think it is you know right. and the other thing that's so exciting to me about this way of thinking about aikido is like that allows you then to set up a way of teaching people that actually like like sets them up for success right you know um, not that other ways of teaching set people up for failure necessarily, but like... Well, we've talked about that. I mean, I think we talked about it with Rokus about, you know, how that is kind of a thing. Yeah. In, in Aikido is like, you know. And, and like giving people the correct foundation and telling them the whole time, this is what we're working towards. This right. is what our philosophy right. is. And not just in a like lofty way, like, oh, we want to not hurt people, but like specifically, like how we're not going, how to, we're not going right. to hurt people. Um, and, and it gets into finer and finer detail as we move up the system. But rather than just going like, okay, on your first test, you got to know Ikkyo. And then, um, you know, five tests later, you're, you know, you're doing Rokyo finally, right, right. you know, like it's not arbitrary. Like there's, there's meaning to right. each step. Right. And like, well, and because it feels like it's building towards and because something. Because it stacks, um, by the time that you are needing to understand, to do an Ikkyo, you understand exactly why Ikkyo exists and how it, um, how it spontaneously comes about in an energetic uh, situ- in a uh, situation, right? You know, instead relationship. Of, instead of mastering a bunch of minutia about how to possibly do the technique, you understand when the technique's applicable right. and what it's good for and what it's trying to do. Right. Like, what are we trying to get out of our EQ? And yeah. I think that's a much better way to look at it. And I feel like your understanding of it is m- going to be much deeper, even if, even if your technical application of a technique isn't as clean and precise let's say although i would argue it, it would it would be um than someone else your understanding of that technique is going to be so much higher and therefore your ability to actually be able to do it in a spontaneous interaction is going to be greater the likelihood of it is going to be greater than a person who just studies it in uh isolation of it in itself you know i'm jealous of some of our newer students that have gotten to learn this way with it such so laid out from from the beginning like said really explicitly like this is what we're working toward um because i don't know uh so the way that chris restructured the the uh syllabus you you know we don't really do the techniques until what like six fourth Q? Q. Fourth Q? Yeah, there's some, but yeah, fourth Q is when they start to get in. Yeah. And 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 it, when you look at the syllabus, you go, "Holy shit! All those techniques are gonna hit all on one test." Like that sounds like you're setting them up for failure, or that's that sounds so intimidating. But like watching some of the students that have you know started during this time and have are reaching that point, like they're ready. Yes. They're totally ready. Totally ready. You know, even though they haven't done EQO on a test before. And they're you know nearing fifth and fourth queue like they're they they're very familiar with EQ by now in in its prior iterations and right. you know what I mean they they, can, they know where it's going why it comes up why they would do it um, they understand how to use their body in order to apply a technique yes. like that so it's their their easier. brains are are, are um, prepped and ready right. to right. receive and that it's stuff. really funny because looking at it now you know I feel like the once you have it all laid out the techniques aren't aren't as complicated as you think they are. Yes. Like, I think we make them so stupidly complicated, and we think that there's all these crazy things going on, but there's not. I mean, mm-hmm. all of the techniques are very, they're, they're simple. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a matter of, like, um, positioning your body. I mean, that's it. Yes. So 
I think we get all like hung up on like these things being some kind of crazy, but they're not. And so when you build it like this, you can throw a bunch of stuff at, at someone at one time because they understand they understand generally where these things exist uh, in the relationship between two people. So it's not it's not difficult. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's and awesome. It, and it shouldn't be difficult. No. Okay, we're 45 minutes here. All right. Well, is there anything else, I mean, from you in terms of like, so we you built it up into those three pieces of uh, the things that we study. Right. Um, is there... So it just goes into more minutia, and, and I it becomes kind of, I mean, like, you know, if you're really into Aikido, you can send me a message and we'll talk about it. But but like it just, it breaks down into what makes up Aiki, right? And so for me, what makes up Aiki is, uh, Koki Ryoku, the ability to use your conscious and unconscious mind together. Kimasubi, your ability to make energetic connection with someone. And Awase, your ability to physically blend with someone's actions. And that, to me, is what comprises Aiki. Um, and so so that's, of course, a tier. And those and, all have a series of... Right, those all uh, have a sub-series. A series and, of drills and things that can be trained for each of those particular right. and as, skill sets. As you get towards the, the Shodan level and the Udancha level, that's what you're doing is you're mastering those finer and finer steps to help right. you, you know? Yeah, both in... Uh, um, specificity in the techniques and also in the training methods. I don't right. know if we mentioned Renshu is the fourth category. Oh, right, right. The way you train those The way things. that you train those things. But there are yeah, the more and more and, difficult, yes. more open training methods for those different things. And, and that is also what, you know, levels up as you level up. Right. Cool. Well, uh, so at some point there's going to be a book, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that people can get, and it'll be all spelled out. And I think that would be really. I think a lot. I think people would be very interested in seeing this in in that kind of a form that they could. I mean, we could talk about it a lot, but um, I think actually seeing it written out and kind of formatted would be really cool. So, yeah, yeah. Um, excited about that. It is nice to talk it through with you. You know, yeah, because when you read a book, you don't get to interact with the with the author and like ask questions and clarify right. and whatnot so it but, is nice to have it in the audio form as well <laughs> yeah. but i do and i do think it really i mean it is an important thing um to under to to have some sort of like like so this is we everyone knows it's a system but i feel like it's a very like haphazard system most places yeah you know that there there is a syllabus but it's sort of arbitrary as to how the syllabus is laid out um and some people might have you know ikkyo because it's the most important or what you know right, like right. whatever but um really having it spelled out in a way that that is all like totally encompassing i mean it's just i think it's gonna get it's gonna get us better uh people who can do it better quicker and that's that's what's going to evolve the martial art, right? You know, and I think kind of a little little bit of a a nod to to the last episode. Um, I really think that this is so. So look, whether you believe my approach to Aikido is right or not, I believe you should be able to systematically and logically outline exactly the same things that I just explained right. here. So it's cool. I mean, you could say your idea of Aiki is stupid or whatever. That's all fine. But you should be able to argue your point. And that's right, that's right. like what we were talking about in the last episode with the like, you know, how do you prove you're right? And it's like this is this how is we how do we it. So it, right. so write out your syllabus, write out your tenets, tell us what you're doing with your system and how you're going to do it and show the structure from which because you know a lot of times people are like oh you've done a lot with aikido and i'm like well, all i did was organize it that's that's it you know mm -hmm. like but that's a huge right. thing but i mean i think that really is that cannot be understated how important that might be and i think because it hasn't it hadn't been before in a really uh or if if it was organized the way that it was organized has at least in my mind, it had not been properly explained. It's, you not, know. it's not terribly accessible. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that are um, ready to tell you that their idea of Aikido or Aiki or whatever is the right one. Um, but then they're not able to to let you in on that little secret that right, they have, right, you know. Right. And I mean, um, especially with the word Aiki, that's something that ticks me off a lot because people say, "Oh, it's this," and it's like, "Okay, elaborate," and they can't tell you what it right. is. Right. And I think that, like, if 
you know, moving forward, I understand that it's not the case right now, but moving forward, like if you are a disciple of that system, you know, if you are like, if you're really into this thing enough to get online and argue about it, then like you should be able to say to a layman, like, um, which is for all intents and purposes, if I don't study your system, then I am a layman right. to your system. Right. So That's treat right. me like I know nothing. Right. And, and be tell able me, to explain it to me on that. What level. are your tenants? What are your you know, start at elementary level and then work work me up. Right. You know? And you 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 can call them standards or axioms also. There's no right. you have to call, right. them you call them whatever you want. <laughs> right. Whatever you gotta do. <laughs> Anyways, okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's uh, uh, go ahead and thank our thank patrons. Our, our patrons. All right. Thank you so much to our patrons. You guys make it possible yeah. for us to continue to do this podcast. Thank you. Um, and there's a long list of you, and we love that. Yeah, it's um, great. So, um, and of course, if you're interested in adding your lovely name to that list, um, you can go on to Patreon. Um, I believe there is a link on whatever um, podcast, podcast service, service you're, you're listening at. to. There should be a, a link on there. Otherwise, or you can you just, just go, go search to, us. Go to the Google. Google. Discussed Google. On, uh, go to the Google. 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 Go to the Google. <laughs> the Oracle known as Google. <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you so much to the Dirt Wasp, Wasp podcast. That's a new one. Awesome. That's a new one. Um, if you haven't listened, you can uh, search the Dirt Wasp podcast. They're also a martial arts podcast. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, it's a uh, Todd Halsey. He's a, a ex-military um, and a, a, a law enforcement guy, and he talks about all kinds of different cool stuff. Like, so if you're into military stuff, if you're into police stuff, if you're into martial arts, he kind of hits a lot of different things. So nice. it's a good podcast. Yeah, so uh, shout out there. Um, thank you to Chris, protector of ducks, Comouse, yes. <laughs> Jeremy, Nick Bullman, Brad V, Yarrow Madrona, The Hatchet Man, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben, ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Marcin Chis, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones, Constantinus Andrew, Franz Mortensen, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Estito, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Jim Heisenberg Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> is that a Breaking Bad reference? I don't know. I like um, it, though. I like Grant it. Grant Templin and Lenny Acuna. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Tip, of the, Tip of the week. You kind of already said it, but I was thinking this, that, like, if you haven't thought out, like, what the tenets, the axioms, the, you know, standards of your system is, even if it's not Aikido, whatever system you study, like, write them out. And mm -hmm. it shouldn't mm -hmm. be too, too hard because of the, those are all the things that that people say about it, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's right. You, especially for Aikido, it's like, we're here to, to learn about Japanese culture. So, like, that's one of them because right. that's part of what we're here to do. Um, and so it should be self-evident, but like still make yourself write them down because that'll take it to the next yes. level. I would you know? also say uh, pay attention to your study, to, to the things that you're doing in class and the things that you're learning, the things that you're studying. Um, and, and see if you can figure out where that sits in the overall scheme of Aikido. Right. And then really think hard about if you are spending, how much time you're spending uh, and and whether that time is being best spent on the the th the the true thing that Aikido is about, and of course that's like you know you have to figure that out. But right, whatever you think Aikido is, are you is your training working that. in uh, movement toward that that ultimate goal? That's a good question. So. Yeah. All right, that's it. Thank you, guys. Talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next week.